You're wired in. Smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of Smallcapvoice.com. Today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, Smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks so much for making this part of your day, as well as part of your due diligence as you look for small and micro-cap stocks to add to your watch list, and ultimately, your portfolio. Now, to that end, we are speaking with IIOT Oxus Incorporated. They're traded on the OTC under the ticker symbol ITOX. Now, we've done a series of interviews with Cliff Emmons, who is the CEO and the interim CTO, but we're lucky enough to be joined by another crucial member of the team, and that's Karen McNamara. She's the COO and the interim CFO. Now, why are we bringing them both on? Because this is going to be a different type of call with the company today. We've compiled a list of questions that have been submitted to myself as well as directly to the company. So we're going to address shareholder questions directly, but we're also going to have a real heavy focus on the annual report, which is called the 10K and the first quarter Q, which is the 10Q. So with that being said, let's welcome both of our guests to the show. Cliff, welcome. Thanks so much for calling in. How are you today, sir? Excellent, Stuart. We're glad to be here. Great. Thanks so much for taking the time. And Karen, wonderful to have you on for the first time. Welcome and thanks for making time for us. Thank you very much. Well, Karen, since it is your first time here at Small Cap Voice with us, if you could give us an intro and a little bit of your background and work together with Cliff. Great, absolutely. So prior to joining Oxus in 2018, Cliff and I had worked together for almost 20 years, and we had built a great partnership. My background, my degree is industrial engineering and operations research. And prior to joining Oxus, I spent 25 years in med devices. And in that time, I worked in operations, new product development, and R&D operations. When Cliff had asked me to be COO in September of 2018, I knew that we could build on our previous partnership and do great things at Oxus. Now I handle the operations, the finance, and most back office, including SEC filings, uh, which I'll touch on in a little bit later on. Excellent. Well, thanks for that overview as well as what you do inside the company. I appreciate that. Cliff, I mentioned at the outset, we're going to take a deep dive into the financial state of the union for the company. So with that, why don't we go ahead and get your opening comments and statements that you'd like to address for the shareholders? Sure thing, Stuart. And, and first of all, let me thank you for hosting this call. In the past, Karen and I have released periodic business updates through press releases but we're pleased to be able to address shareholder questions uh, and begin these quarterly audio uh, shareholder calls uh, today. And uh, we, we plan on continuing uh, this practice and even perfecting it in, in the future. So I'd like to start today by sharing some highlights from our latest form 10Q filed on May 16th, uh, 2022, which covers the quarterly results ending March 31st, uh, 2022. Uh, this is taken from uh, our MDNA uh, section. And I, I state that we continue to gain traction with strategic partners, customers, and potential customers 
in our key two markets, smart manufacturing, also known as Industry 4.0, and structural health monitoring, also known as or abbreviated SHM. These are both high-growth markets. Market research shows the worldwide Industry 4.0 market in 2021 was $64.9 billion U.S. dollars and is projected to be 165.5 billion US dollars by 2026. That's a CAGR of 20.6%. Also, the worldwide structural health monitoring industry was 2 billion US dollars in 2021, and it will reach 4 billion US dollars by 2027. And that CAGR is 14.6%. We've also entered into an NDA with a Canadian indoor air quality sensor and IIoT platform company by the name of Eritas Sensor Networks. An initial agreement has already been signed, executed, and announced with Eritas, and additional collaborations are expected to be announced soon and continue through this year. Our structural health monitoring business continues to gather momentum. We had signed a contract extension with a New England state's DOT for bridge monitoring, which uh, covers monitoring for all of the second quarter of 2022. And we have a pending annual contract from mid-2022 through mid-2023 that's been endorsed by our main contractor to uh, the DOT. We've hired a new full-time PhD-level machine learning engineer to continue expanding our focus on artificial intelligence, uh, again, also known as AI, and machine learning, all those aspects of our business. And uh, all of this work is possible through our ability to secure significant and supportive funding. So that concludes my opening remarks for today, Stuart. Back to you. Excellent. Well, then let's jump into the very first question. And it comes from David. He's a shareholder. It's about the DOT contracts. And it says, can anything be shared in regards to the actual dollars as a part of the DOT contract? Cliff, I'll direct that one towards you. Sure. While we can talk to the specific amount of the contract, which is due to the non-disclosure clauses in our contract with this DOT, we can say that this pending annual contract will put the company in the position to achieve annual revenue we last saw in our 2019 fiscal year, which is basically in the six-figure range. All right, excellent. Well, Karen, let's transition to you and give you the opportunity for opening remarks or State of the Union, if you will, and then we'll get our first question launched over towards you. Karen, the call is yours. Go ahead. Great. So as I had mentioned in my opening, I handle all the SEC filings. And I wanted to mention that we have a team. This team includes auditors, our accountant, our SEC attorney, and they all work very hard together to file timely reports. Of course, this is something that we will continue to do so. But I wanted to really emphasize here that all our reports, including the Qs, 
in the K for 2021 and 2022 to date have all been filed on time. Outstanding. Easier said than done for so many companies traded on the OTC. Thanks for that, Karen. Let's go ahead and get into a question slash comment for you. And this comes from Reed. He's also a shareholder. He makes the point that the CEO should be full time. Um, Let's get your feedback and reaction to that. Yes. Thank you, Stuart. We hope that our current and future shareholders saw the announcement last week that Cliff and myself have new contracts. Cliff's new contract reflects full-time status. Previously, he was working in part-time capacity uh, only because we needed to minimize our monthly expenses. Now that we've stabilized our funding through a line of equity and the extended contract with the DOT that Cliff had mentioned, we were able to return Cliff to full-time. Well, very good. Let's jump then into kind of a Q&A session here directly, and I'll give questions for both of you. And this is coming from some of my interactions and emails as well. And Cliff, I'll direct it to you as the CEO of the company. You know, funding is a very important part and a touchy subject for shareholders. On the one hand, we know companies have to exist. They have to perpetuate their business model through financings. We just heard from Karen about an equity line. Talk to me. Here's one of the questions or at least a consensus of a lot of the questions, which is, can you clarify the company's vision for its funding moving forward and where self-funding fits into that picture, Cliff? Sure. Now, as, as Karen referred to in her last, last answer, the company is currently and primarily funded by a line of equity from our key investor. While we realize that some shareholders aren't keen on dilution, and while we understand their concern, our leadership and board are comfortable with this method of funding because those funds are creating value. It's enabling us to gather data through proof-of-concept work, create AI and machine learning algorithms, which in turn become intellectual property. And it fuels prospecting for new contracts with current and new customers. Also, we feel it's important to remind our shareholders that we are an early stage company and we will continue to seek funding to help fuel the growth of the company and increase shareholder value. So self-funding is not an immediate goal for us. Growth is our main goal. All right. Thank you for that, Cliff. Karen, let me ask you a follow-up question. You mentioned about the operations and the duties that you hold within the company. Mm -hmm. Looking at the recent filings, what are your key takeaways? Are there any things that you want to highlight for the shareholders in the recent quarterly reports? Yes, absolutely. One of the key takeaways and this is very important, is that we have been able to reduce our debt through these conversions. And a highlight here is from the close of 2020 to the close of Q1 of 2022, we have been able to reduce the principal on our debt by more than 40%. And you'd say, okay, why is this important? Well, this this reduction is important 
it makes us more attractive to institutional investors. They are a key element for funding our future growth, especially in organic growth, such as M&A opportunities. All right. Thanks for that. Cliff, at the outset of this call, we talked about the future and conducting more calls like this. Uh, I have appreciated working with you and Karen myself. I appreciate the spreadsheets that you give me with the shareholder questions. Uh, As you know, I forward off the emails as well and give you my two cents in working with other small and micro cap companies. Transparency, as you know, is essential and key when trying to keep a shareholder base informed and aware of all of the operations of the company press releases do a great job of that as well and your company has been prolific with the amount of news that it puts out but i appreciate your time here today i want to give you the floor again cliff for any general commentary you'd like to share sure so let me summarize our thoughts for today and also for the future first of all we feel we have significant positive momentum just the positive results and prospects of our structural health monitoring business are very exciting to us. Secondly, the strength of our strategic partners, both Angura when it comes to smart manufacturing and structural health monitoring, and Eritas in this new area of indoor air quality sensing. We, we are very excited uh, to, to have these strong partners at our side. So looking forward, In the second half of 2022, we'll continue to focus on translating our numerous NDAs, our non-disclosure agreements with prospects, into actual proof of concepts, also known as POCs, and as well as AI and machine learning subcontracting businesses. So we expect both these POCs and subcontracts uh, to come from the following segments. First of all, our two current segments, the structural health monitoring, as well as smart manufacturing. The new segments we expect to uh, be able to uh, have these, this growth in will be in indoor air quality sensing and automated building and industrial facility management. Now we believe all of this activity uh, will lead uh, you know, to, to future growth. And just to quote uh, again from our latest 10Q, uh, we anticipate the revenue that will be generated in our second quarter uh, will exceed the total revenue that we did in 2021. And I can comfortably say we are on track to do so. Furthermore, we expect the total revenue, uh, revenue for 2022 will exceed that of 2019, in other words, pre-pandemic levels. And of course, that revenue in turn will translate into increased shareholder value. Well, I want to give my thanks to both you and Karen Cliff. I thank you both for coming on today and giving us your time as well as your own personal feelings and insights. Karen, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you for the first time, but it sounds like it's going to be the first of many. So uh, thanks so much for your time here today, Karen. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Cliff, as always, it's wonderful to speak with you again. Thank you for making yourself available to address these questions from your shareholders. Thanks, Stuart. Likewise, a pleasure. 
All right. For Cliff Emmons, CEO and Interim CTO, and Karen McNamara, COO and Interim CFO, this is Stuart Smith reminding you to continue to send your questions directly to the company or directly to us here at smallcapvoice.com. My personal email address is just smith at smallcapvoice, or call us directly, 512-267-2430. For Cliff and Karen, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at Smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com. This is a broadcast of smallcapvoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. Smallcapvoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of smallcapvoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice.